Let us pray. Spirit of life, we do not know how to pray as we ought. Meet us in words written, in words spoken. Intercede for us with sighs too deep for words until we shine with the hope that is hidden in our hearts. For we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Today's scripture lesson comes from the 8th chapter of Romans, verses 26 through 39. Listen now for God's word. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought, but the very, that very Spirit intercedes with sighs too deep for words. And God, who searches the heart, knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. We know that all things work together for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, in order that he might be the firstborn within a large family. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. What then are we to say about these things? If God is for us, who is against us? He who did not withhold his own son, but gave him up for all of us, will he not with him also give us everything else? Who will bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who will condemn? It is Jesus Christ who died, yes, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed intercedes for us. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will hardship or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? It is as it is written, for your sake, we are being killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. This is the word of God for the people of God. All in. All in at least as much as a gamecock can be all in on anything. I was all in on everything happening for a reason. 
Now this was some time ago, back when I was finishing high school and coming to college. Looking back, I had an idyllic, happy-go-lucky, privileged faith. It wasn't so hard to believe everything happened for a reason, a good, if not great reason, foreordained by God. Yes, I did set aside at least one big anomaly, but given the chance and the time to reflect and rationalize, I was all in. I had faith in God and God's reasons. Junior year in high school, when I lost the election for student government president, I was better off as VP, despite being a heartbeat away. I wouldn't have had to do the heavy lifting, and all I had to do was the morning announcements. Everything happens for a reason. Next fall, when I went out in the first round of a much-coveted university scholarship competition, I was going to end up instead at a college that really knew me and valued me and what I had to offer. Everything happens for a reason. Later that year, I didn't get into my dream school, but that was best because I wouldn't have been able to choose Davidson over Duke, even though I really was called to Davidson. Everything happens for a reason, until it doesn't, it can't, it won't. Being all in on everything happening for a reason, this faith house of cards I'd carefully constructed came crashing down one summer day after my freshman year. That's when my best friend Jono died in an automobile accident on the way to see the sunrise at the beach. That day I also lost another friend Pat and still another friend John to life-altering brain injury. All in? No, not anymore. Absolutely not. After the accident, I was all out of faith of answers, of belief that everything happens for a reason. What reason could God have for not saving their young, promising lives? What reason could God have for them dying and John being so injured? Where was God? Really, where was God? I've got some questions, not the least of which, really, God, what gives? And what about this Romans 8:26 verse? We know that all things work together for good for those who love God, who are called according to God's purpose. One translation even frames it this way. God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God. This translations, God causes all things, sets up a causal relationship between everything happening for a reason and a reason for each happening. 
Before we go down that rabbit hole, let's be crystal clear. Romans 8 does qualify for our Things Jesus Never Said sermon series because it comes from Romans and not from a quote about Jesus in Romans. And you can safari, as my dad says, safari the internet for 47 Bible verses about everything happening for a reason and find this exact verse cited as biblical proof for that. But know this, Jesus never says anything remotely like this. But does Paul say everything happens for a reason in his letter to the Romans? Diving down into the Greek, we learn even our usual NRSV translation, the one Herb read today, does not have the best rendering. Actually, verse 28 is an absolute mess for translators. It's full of pitfalls. Studying across several ancient Greek manuscripts, it's hard to identify the true subject. Is it all things or is it God? What about the verb tense and the actual object? Turns out a more faithful translation says, God makes all things work together for good with those who love God. God makes all things work together for good with those who love God. Scholar Karen, Karen Chakian sums it up this way. In Romans 8, God is the subject. God actively accomplishes the redemption of all things in creation. God works with us, who are the first fruits of God's redemption, and joined with God's Spirit for God's good work. This reading steers us away from the terrible misuse of this verse, which whitewashes human suffering as somehow good. Or, in addition, implies that everything that happens is caused by God for a specific reason. Okay, everything happens for a reason, not... We now know Jesus didn't say it. Paul didn't say it. It's not in Romans. It's not in the Bible. Then what are we to do with this verse? We know what it doesn't say, doesn't mean. We even now know a much better translation. God makes all things work together for good with those who love God. What, though, does this verse mean for us, for you, for me, in our lives of faith? Yes, this verse applies certainly to life's toughest obstacles, but it also applies to everyday life. What a blessing it is to know that God is working in our lives and will make good out of every situation. If we look back through the rearview mirror of our lives, 
we can see evidence of God's faithful handiwork in us and our world. Every day, every day, God is making all things work together for good. The blessing of people in our lives to help us along the everyday way. Relationship coming off the rails surprisingly comes back on track. Job opportunity when you don't have one or don't have a great one. Opportunity presents itself out of the blue. Doctors, nurses, therapists help heal our bumps and bruises, long-time illnesses, broken hearts, and troubled souls. Teachers that inspire learning and growth in you, loved ones, or our children. Friendships of all shapes and sizes, long time, short time. Friendships that lift us up, keep us calm, make us laugh, and help us be who God is calling us to be. God's beautiful, amazing creation Awakening us new each day, giving us the opportunity to join in God's faithful work to make all things good. Looking back to the day my friends died that summer, I see God hard at work too, making all things come together for good. God did not cause their accident or have some reason for it. Instead, God's heart was the first to break that morning. God stepped in that day, that very day, surrounding me with love. Don't get me wrong, I was devastated in grief that day and even for the next year, some sophomore slump that was. There are countless ways to share how, good, how God, though, through the Spirit worked good in and through others to make sure I survived. But the good truly came in the breaking open of the hearts of Jono's parents, Patsy and Ozzie. As I was there when my friends left for the beach, never once were they upset I was alive. For them, it was never a question. They were just grateful I was there, enveloping me with love, taking me into their hearts as if I were one of their own, making me family. In that moment of heartbreak all around, they became my parents too, my godparents. As I am sure as the world, God put us together, them for me and me for them, God working good in all things. God also worked good in Patsy and Ozzy, adopting Prem. Jono's freshman roommate that year to give him godparents in the States. So I was also blessed by and could be a blessing to 
now two God-brothers, their son Chance and Prim. And the great thing about God-brothers, you don't have to grow up together in the same house. There's no sibling rivalry. God even made all things work together for good later. When I was blessed to marry off both Chance and Prim and then even later baptize Prim's son Matthew. Blessed too, so very well in mission. With family as Ozzy led me and Shandon Church and Ukirk to Mwandi, Zambia for mission. To this day, some 33 years later, they still are family to me and for some time now are family to my family. Patsy and Ozzy provided for Addie Grace and Jack, another set of grand godparents. Plus they got grand uncles too. Good. So much good. God made from hearts broken in tragedy. God, we know you make all things work together for good with those who love you, who are called according to your purpose. Help us, O oh God, take that into our hearts, our lives, our very souls. So no matter what we face in life, from the highest of the highs to the lowest of the lows, all small things and big things in between, we can know you are hard at work, so very hard making all things work together for good, for us and for all creation. To you be all the glory. Amen and amen.